Go ahead and be seated. Good morning. The song says the uh, says that we're supposed to step out of the dark and into the light. Our hope has come. Our hope has come in the person of Jesus Christ. Our hope has come. Christmas is about this epic battle, this epic struggle between good and evil, between dark and light. And it's it's about that because what God did when God sent Jesus was God said, I'm going to end this battle between dark and light by sending my son, Jesus, into the world so that we might begin the end. Now, you understand, this is the beginning of the end of the fight between good and evil because the fight didn't end until Easter, right? When Jesus died and then rose from the dead. Can I get an amen, right? It's an epic battle of dark and light, good and evil. Everybody in this room understands what that battle is about because everybody in this room fights with the dark at different times and places in their lives. It's part of our humanity. It's part of our part of our world is part of our condition, this struggle between dark and light. And we see it everywhere we go. Think about some of the movies that you've seen. Go way back to some of those early westerns, right? In the early westerns, they depicted the good guys because they wore what color hat? The white hat and the bad guys wore the black hats. Everybody go, boo, right? Boo for the black hats. And, and think about this. When 101 Dalmatians came out in 1961. Everybody thought it was a movie about dogs. But it's not about the dogs. It's about the battle between good and evil, the battle between dark and light. Think about terrorists in our world. Terrorists think that they're fighting against us, and we are the dark, but they misunderstand because we are not the dark. The dark is the evil that is in people's hearts. And Jesus came to eradicate that darkness so that we might find the true light. Think about the, the recent movie that came out on Thursday, a little movie called Star Wars, right? And they, they made $40 million on Thursday night. Anybody think that's a lot of money? $40 million a night? They're saying it's the fifth largest grossing one-night take of a movie ever. And what is Star Wars about? It's about dark and light. It's an epic battle that everybody in this room is familiar with. It, it makes me think, as I was pondering this, it made me think about why we love Elf so much. Because Elf was raised in an environment where he was not exposed to the dark. And because of that, he became this guy that we all want to be, that innocent person that we all want to be because of this dark and light. We want the light. We want to be part of the light. And everybody, as I mentioned, knows the struggle between dark and light. Everybody in this room has wrestled with dark and light. And there's no doubt some that are wrestling with darkness even today. But it's a darkness that we cannot get around by ourselves. That's why it's so important for us to remember words like those from Paul in Romans 7 when he said, one of my favorite verses, I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. It, it, does that verse summarize your life as much as it summarizes my life? I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. Everybody in this room has done things they are not proud of, have made decisions that they believe are wrong or bad decisions. 
And, and that's why Christmas is so important because it's the beginning of the light, the light that can show us the way in the middle of the darkness. It's about light and its victory over darkness. Think about how the Bible begins. If you were to take this book, the Bible, and front to back, if you were to say, well, what is this book about? We would say, well, it's a book about the struggle between light and dark and how the light wins out over the darkness because of Jesus. The very beginning of the Bible, Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said, say it with me, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. The very beginning of the Bible, God makes it clear to us that we need to get rid of darkness and allow light to pervade, to invade, to sustain our lives. The Bible is filled with plenty of reminders about this epic battle. Think about Exodus 25 when God is giving instructions uh, uh, to, to them about the temple. And, and there's supposed to be a lampstand that has seven lamps on it. And those lamps represented the glory of God. And they were to never go out, those lamps were. They had priests assigned all hours of the night to make sure that the oil never was exhausted from those lamps because they wanted everybody to understand that God's glory will always shine. It will always be there. Psalm 18, verse 28 says, You are the one who lights my lamp. I love that. You are the one, God, who lights my lamp. The glory, the Lord my God illumines my darkness. Psalm 27, verse 1 the Lord is my light and my salvation. Should I fear anyone? Should you fear anyone? Another translation says, of whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? If I've got the light in me, why should I be afraid of anything that I encounter in this life? Psalm 97, verse 11, light is planted like seed for the righteous person. Joy, too, for those whose heart is right. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp before my feet and a light for my journey. Isn't that a great verse, right? Your word is a lamp for my feet. A lamp for my feet means that I'm going to have the light enough to take the next step or maybe the step after that, but I cannot see beyond that. All I need is to know the direction that I need to go. Lord, just give me enough light that I might take the next step, a lamp. For my feet. In Matthew 4, Jesus quotes from Isaiah 9. He says, The people living in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. The prophetic voice of Isaiah prom prophesying about the Messiah that would come. And then in John 1, verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. In verse 4, in him was life, and that life was the light of people. The light shines in the darkness. And then finally, from John 8, 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me won't walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Jesus, I am the light of the world. 
Whoever follows me won't walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now, you, you know, we all understand that this darkness comes in many forms. This darkness encroaches in upon us, depending on our circumstances of life. And no doubt there are some here today who are struggling greatly with darkness because sometimes we just struggle with darkness. Everybody in this room does. Everybody that's watching at home does. Everybody has that struggle. It's part of our humanity. And Jesus came to provide for us some light in the middle of the darkness. It was a year ago that I started having some significant health problems in my own life. I wasn't here a year ago today uh, because I called or I sent Bobby and Dan a note yesterday saying, hey, I, I can't preach tomorrow. Which one of you is up? And, and that was, it was about the darkness that I was entering, a time of great struggle for my life. And the thing that carried me through that time, that darkness, was the light of Jesus Christ that was there in the midst of the struggle. I didn't know which way to turn a lot of days. I didn't know how I was going to make it through another day a lot of days. But I held on to the light of Jesus, and he showed me the way through the darkness that I encountered in that day and time. So for you, any of you here today who are struggling with darkness, please know that Christmas is about just what you need. It's about light so that you might find your way through the darkness. This is why Jesus is so important, because no matter what you encounter in this life, the darkness will be pushed away by the light. I, I, uh, I want to remind you this morning that, that Jesus is just helping us remember today that we're supposed to follow the light. Keep following the light. This Bible that I'm <clears throat> preaching from this morning was a gift from Chrissy when I was 30 years old. Uh, that was 150 years ago. And <clears throat> in the front of the Bible, she wrote a, a beautiful inscription. And part of it says, I pray you will always continue your walk in his light, helping others to see his love and find their way. The Bible, an epic message of hope, of light coming in the midst of darkness. You, you heard it said already, the very beginning of the Bible is about light. When God said, let there be light, God is concerned about the light in our lives. When you take all of the Bible, you begin it with light. Have, have you looked recently at how the book ends? Have you looked recently at the end of the the book of Revelation in the 22nd chapter, just four little verses from the very end of Revelation, listen to what it says. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Jesus, the bright morning star. Step out of the dark and into the light. Our hope has come. Yes. Amen and amen. <laughs>